big dog ball talk. And by no means, no means necessary. They're gonna say no means, means no. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Man. No means no. Also, but <laughs> we will not be bringing back the big dog monkey. What? No, no, no way. There's, there's no circumstances. You didn't no, tell me this. Circumstances, he won't be back. Uh, no, of course, uh, that, that's uh, that's just a bit of a rib. But our, our our friend, our mutual friend, Dylan Brooks, uh, who will uh, he will not be brought back under any circumstances. Yeah. By any means. Uh, poor guy. But. He's down. We're up. It's big dog ball talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Eichhorn to Jordan Flegel. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a crazy week of uh, NBA action. Jordan, uh, the playoffs are really starting to ramp up. Uh, each series looking pretty competitive. Both the I think both teams for each series have kind of shown a little bit here and there uh, for 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 their fans to like and uh, keeping everybody on their toes. So I mean, uh, as far as these second round series have gone so far, Jordan, I mean, are they are they living up to your expectations? Are they living up to the hype? I think so. I think there's been enough, you know, three, three, three of the four are one, one right now, which is great. Uh, you know, that's, that's what you want. Um, and, uh, and the one that's not, I still think can be, can be competitive. We'll see, you know, we'll, we'll get into it, but you know, there, there's at least star power in that one that'll make it interesting. So yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I think it's great. I always, yeah, I always like it. Like, especially when like the first round series go like, you know, Four one. There, there were no sweeps in the first round, but you know that when the when the bad teams are kicked out of the playoffs, it's it's even better. Like it's like like it. Yeah. The the exponentially different sort of level of play from the first round to the second round is uh, is unbelievable. I think we got all the right teams, uh, and I'm including Milwaukee in that. Also, you guys were were not mentally tough enough to get through. Um, Jeez, very, you know, good. clearly. Sorry, guys, and yeah, goodbye, uh, Bud. We might get into that a little bit, but. Uh, um, Smoking on that bud pack, but uh, yeah, I think these are these you know these are the right uh, eight teams, and uh, yeah, it's it's fun. We got a lot of characters. This is great. I mean, oh, yeah. this is also uh, like we've been saying all year. The you know the spread out talent, the like evenness. I still don't know who the fuck's gonna win, which is nice. Nice yeah. feeling. Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I do. I, I don't get my take <laughs> yeah, wrong ever. Uh, so uh, don't don't worry. I, I can tell you Forgot. guys uh, game by game what's about to happen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we we might as well get right into it. Uh, starting off with uh, the most recent series uh, that went down last night: the Los Angeles Lakers taking a fat L to the Golden State Warriors. Yes. Uh, massive blowout here uh, in uh, the the Chase Center Arena. Uh, you know, 127 to 100. Uh, it wasn't close. Halftime still looked like this was going to be a pretty competitive matchup. Uh, I think that uh, you know the Lakers looked solid, but uh, it was the, the momentum was behind uh, the Warriors pretty much from start to finish, yeah. uh, and especially into that second half, that third quarter, the the, the Warriors just ran away with it, a forty three to twenty four uh, third quarter, and that 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 pretty much that that put the, the cherry on top of this game, yeah. sealed it for the Warriors, and. Uh, Jordan, this was an interesting move uh, here. You know, Steve Kerr never afraid to switch things up. He didn't like what he saw in Game One, uh, and he decides to make the change, uh, throwing Joe Michael Green yep. into the starting lineup, and then uh, pairing him up with uh, Draymond Green. Uh, no, no, no relation uh, yep. at the center. And boy, it, it worked pretty well, Jordan. I mean, Joe Michael Green, f- uh, fifteen points in twelve minutes. That's uh, that's nothing to uh, to scoff at. Three mm-hmm. threes and. And he was already starting to kind of show that he could be an X factor in Game One, and uh, yep. they give him the increased role. Kevon Looney decides to, uh, you know, he ends up coming off the bench. Uh, still, still only plays eleven minutes, but he still gets his eight rebounds. Uh, Kevon, yep. uh, Dennis Rodman, Looney uh, still living, uh, living up to the hype. But uh, I, I think in this one, Jordan, you look at it, and I think there's two big, big things to, to focus in on. One. Clay Thompson had his uh, his one. What is this one game, game six? Series. What is this game six? Yeah, I forgot. One, one of those games where he's just going to be able to go off, uh, you know, he gets 30 points, eight three-pointers, and, you know, Steph barely has to do anything but pass the ball. You know, he double-doubles 20-12. and 12. Yep. And then Draymond Green almost pulls off the, the playoff triple-double, 11-11-9. Yep. I mean, these guys were, uh, you know, firing on all cylinders. This was pretty much the best possible game that the, the Warriors could have played. And then yep. on the flip side... The Lakers were horrendous. Uh, I mean, Anthony Davis, you got bitched What happened, out. man? Uh, yeah, I mean, in comparison to how Game One went, uh, that that, and we're going to get into that in a, in a couple seconds. But uh, you know, you look at another guy like Austin Reeves, and this is exactly why I said 
for anyone who is actually considering giving this guy whatever <laughs> they were saying, like $95 million, $100 million, something insane in the offseason, uh, you'd be fucking crazy. The guy is so limited. Uh, like, yeah, he's had a couple nice little games here and there, but, I mean, the the, the, the price tag that apparently is going to be around this guy, there's no way he's actually going to get sold for that. No. Uh, but my biggest takeaway still for the end, for the, for this game was you know Anthony Davis's play uh, obviously in game 1 he was the deciding factor he was able to put the Lakers ahead you know dominating the painted area yep. and then here he just kind of got played off the floor and this yep. is uh this is going to be a concern for the Lakers cuz if you can't get your second best player out there for you know consistent minutes they they might be kind of screwed here and uh, he he didn't look comfortable he didn't look good he got frustrated early it was a classic classic uh, Anthony Davis Lakers game yeah, and Matt, I mean, I don't even think he can be your second best player if you're going to be the best team you can be. I think Anthony Davis has to be the best Laker, and LeBron can sometimes be, like, fill in there, like, and, and have a better game, um, but at, at his age, uh, where LeBron is at, I don't think he can, you know, he's obviously greater and, and, and better overall than, than AD, but I think, yeah, AD, especially yeah. in this series, has got to be better, but, like, it's interesting, like, looking at how close a lot of these teams are, how much coaching has really played a factor like the different lineups you throw mm-hmm. out um you know this, this was a perfect example i mean throwing in Jamichael green who can actually shoot a little bit from the outside he was three for six which was like f- from three which is perfect for him he did his job mm-hmm. pretty beautifully here especially for a guy who was pretty much not playing yeah. at all uh throughout the year yeah yeah exactly so so he comes in and th- that allows you if you've got draymond you know and and him as your two two bigs um the double green big lineup um you know they, yep. they can on either side that just pulls anthony davis out of the paint like he can't just stay in there like defensively if you got jamichael out uh you know roaming around the three-point line and draymond sort of working the, the the high post also doing handoffs you know around the the the, the three-point line as well a lot of the time like there's a wide open space in there like anthony davis can't just stay in there uh hang around the rim and be that uh, destructive defensive force, and then that forces him to run around. He's tired, uh, and and you've got this whole you know wide open lane for the Warriors. It, it, it was a lot easier for them to score in this one. And then same mm-hmm. thing on the other side. I mean, it's harder for him. Um, you know, when when you know to to to, to they're, they're still big enough in in, in green uh, both of the greens. It's not like you're going super small. You still got big guys. Um, you know who yeah. can who can handle Anthony Davis and sort of get up underneath him. And um, he just he just didn't look comfortable. And, and like, he, he's also, like, Anthony Davis, everyone's like, you know, uh, make sure to give freaking, you know, uh, or I, I forget what the comparison was, but, like, everyone talking about, you know, Anthony Davis and, and James Harden and Anthony Davis uh, and, and those two guys sort of, getting the same treatment when it comes to injuries and playoff performances or whatever. I'm like, you guys are actually very similar. Like both guys with awesome game ones. And then did anyone have any confidence they they could come back and do a similar thing in game two? Like, no. And they both had God awful game twos. So like this going five, only taking 11 shots, hitting five, you know, 11 and seven. And like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how he lives with himself, Matt. I don't know how he fucking looks himself in the mirror and says, the, "You know the what?" Tears hit the uh, the leather seat to the Bugatti, and <laughs> he's all just, right. It's just like he still had three blocks and a steal. He was still okay defensively, but yeah, that 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 switch. Um, well, and he should when he's playing two six seven guys. Well, that's is, the thing. Uh, the, the center's like yeah. He's uh he 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 gets away with a lot here, and you know a game where LeBron James was actually hitting like all of his points seemed like they were coming from jump shots. Yeah. So I mean. You're not going to get jump shooting LeBron very often, uh, and you know you chip in 11 points. That's not going to you know help salvage anything. Yeah. Uh, again, nobody was other than Rui who decided to have a, a good game for the the second time in his career. Uh, you know he's like this is not and and you know what a lot of those points were kind of coming at the end of the game. It was already out of reach. Like the Lakers were just kind of played off the floor so quickly yeah, in this one. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, I, I kind of, I envisioned that being how the series goes down. You know, I said that the, I, I kind of thought that the Warriors defense would be enough uh, to, to kind of duress their, their top stars. And then they could just kind of go out there and, you know, bang home some threes, uh, you know, but I, uh, I didn't expect, you know, Anthony Davis to be a liability, not just offensively, like we were saying, but defensively, you know, he can, he's usually known as like a, a big that can at least roam around the perimeter, play a little bit of defense. But he he must 
not have great security at his home because he leaves the back door open <laughs> every know. single time man yeah. draymond green was walking into 11 points and that like yep. this guy should not if, the, if you let draymond get over like six points seven points now you have to start looking at yourself as a kind of a shitty defender oh, that yeah. guy ne- isn't even like looking he took 10 shots like that 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 should tell you like draymond green never takes that many shots uh, i i I'm not really, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure where like the intensity level or the competitor was in Anthony Davis in this one either. Like, uh, like they can only I, I know do it. it's, it's easy. him and Harden. They can only wake up once every two or three games, and then they go back yeah. to whatever the hell this is. The basketball hibernation or something. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's it's sad because again, like the, the it's. It, it, if you want to, like, you know, you can split hairs. You're like, even LeBron, like, you can't, like, he wasn't, like, amazing. Like, in a, like for a guy where his defense is just yeah. not where it needs to be at this point either. Like, the, the Warriors yeah. are just the younger team. They're the more diverse and versatile team. I mean, this is exactly kind of how I th- saw the series playing out. I didn't envision, you know, a 27-point beatdown. Uh, yeah. But, you know, going back to uh, Los Angeles, Jordan, I mean, what do you think that the Lakers need to do to kind of uh, swing the tides in their favor? Because game one, it was kind of like old school versus nude school. Uh, you know, the Warriors uh, just shooting threes and the Lakers taking it to them in the paint. But yeah. if uh, the Warriors are finding the way to make the new school beat the uh, the old principal, then uh, I'm not really sure how the Lakers can bounce back. But, uh, I mean, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're wise beyond your years, man. Uh, how, how can the Lakers do it? Tell Darvin Ham. What can he do? Uh, I will have to tell him. Also, is there something on Darvin Ham's head? I don't want to be insensitive, but have you seen? Come on, man. It, there is, right? Because I haven't. I don't know. Maybe it's just like a, just a little bump, or something, right? right? Okay. No, no. I'm, I, I, just I'm genuinely asking because I. That's the first time I've noticed it in a photo, and I'm like, did someone fucking, did some weird guy Photoshop this for some crazy weird reason? But all right, um, all good. You know, very normal. Um, very normal. <laughs> sorry, I didn't even. I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm coming across uh, not genuine, but I am. You're good, Darvin Ham. Don't worry about me. But I will give you some advice. Yes. Um, I mean. Oh I yeah, know. you're 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 a nice guy, man. It, he got shot in the face by a stray bullet when he was fourteen <laughs> years old. Do you feel you feel good about yourself? Hey, man? admit that you didn't know that, and you have to look it up right now, man. I see you googling. No, I totally. Knew I that, see man. you looking at it. You know what? I <laughs> no, take it I all back, Darvin Ham. I'm sorry. I just did not know that you had that injury. Um, that's kind of uh, wow. Okay, you're good, Darvin Ham. Uh, obviously, uh, don't listen to me. But uh, look, this is Bones Highland all over. Yeah, again. I know. Um, okay, so if you got if you got these fucking guys, like, what What did they shoot overall from three? Yeah, they shot 29% from three, the fucking Lakers. They need yeah. to find a way to bring that up somehow. I know they don't, that's not a huge part of their game plan, but if Anthony Davis isn't going to dominate inside and you're going to shoot 29% from, th- from three, you are not going to win any game you play. So, like, you got to yeah. you gotta either pick a lane, uh, and, and uh, I don't know, like, it's, it's tough to play AD, LeBron, and Vanderbilt out there together. Like, they start that crew um like it that's that doesn't provide a lot of shooting like maybe maybe you go with Rui even more like maybe you just throw Rui out there uh you know yeah. start him like at least he can hit fr- from outside he had a great game uh like you said again I don't know maybe rely on him a little bit more and stay big honestly I'd fucking just roll the dice and play uh Malik Beasley more as well just see if you can yeah, get a game right. out of him uh where he Call can get Lonnie hot. Walker maybe Lonnie Walker although he, he doesn't shoot it as well from the outside but no. Better from Beasley last night, um, or better than Beasley last night. But yeah, I mean, I think the Lakers game plan in Game One worked. Like I, I don't know why this, this, this. I don't know if it was you know, the, there's a, you've got a different line about there. You, it's the Chase Center. The Warriors are a bit of a must win for them, but you, they should not have looked this rattled and this. Uh, like I, I, I think the next few games should be a lot closer than this one. The Warriors obviously don't play that well on the road, as we know, but. Bottom line, Anthony Davis just has to. It doesn't matter. There's no one on the Warriors who Anthony Davis shouldn't be able to, like, you know, out outplay uh, on the offensive end at least. Like, if you're gonna have Draymond on you, or if you're gonna have uh, fucking Jermichael Green on you, um, or Looney on you, either in any of those matchups, you should be able to exploit them in different ways. Uh, if you're Anthony Davis, like, yeah, you yeah. can you can face up Draymond and shoot over him if you have to again and again. Same thing with Jermichael, and you're just better at doing what Looney does than Looney uh if, if if you're if you're Anthony Davis so like I said this in the preview it has to be Anthony Davis who takes advantage of this genu- uh, or generally across the board smaller Warriors team and they gotta keep fucking hammering the paint like 
The Warriors yeah. put up this front of this like really, really fast, kind of move, fast feet moving defense, and you've got Draymond back there with all the pedigree or whatever, but you can break them down. Once you get in the paint, you can get a lot of offensive rebounds, a lot of second chances, and you can, especially yeah. if, if, if Steve Kerr's going to keep Looney off the floor, like... It feels like the Lakers just sort of gave up at the first hurdle. Uh, it was kind of the you know this smoke and mirrors kind of thing from 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 the Warriors. They just got to get back to what they did in Game One and what's made them successful this year. And and you know I I, I don't think it'll be as lopsided. They kind of you know let this game slip away. But towards the end of the game, if you've got a guy going off like like Clay or something like that, you've got to really I don't know that that is the one weakness with the, the, these Lakers. Uh, this this Lakers team is they're these perimeter def- defenders trying to chase around guys like Clay or ha- having a good game. Uh, God forbid, yeah. you know, you have Steph who can chip in and Clay going off at the same time. Like it's just tough when you've like between Reeves, Schroeder, and fucking D'Angelo Russell. Like you've got no good per- perimeter oriented uh, defense defenders, and yeah. and that's yeah. that's gonna. Th- if that's going to be, you know, if the Warriors win the series, that's going to be a big part of why. And you saw that tonight. There's just no one. It's not, they don't have anyone you can throw on Clay and say, all right, Clay, you're, 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 this is going to be tough for you now. Like, he just, he had a vintage Clay game. It looked very easy for him. Uh, obviously, he's an yeah. amazing shooter, but, um, yeah. And, and, and again, since you don't have that, that forces you to play guys like Vanderbilt Moore, who, who doesn't bring you as much offensively. So it's, 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 it's not going to be easy, I don't think, for the Lakers. And I, that's why I think this series is going to go long, like we both predicted. But they can, if they're going to win, they've got to just yeah go back to what they know works uh, and and yep. just be rough and tumble, get in the paint. And it starts with Anthony Davis. He's the he's the head of the snake when it comes to that. If he's not going to do it, well, no one else is doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see if the Lakers can bounce back. Game one uh, at the Crypto.com Arena. Uh, we'll see if they can uh, round this one back into form. But uh, looking over at uh, the Eastern Conference, another game, too, that ended up in a huge lopsided blowout. Yeah. Uh, almost by, uh, you know, 40 points here. Uh, it's a, it, it wasn't really an exciting one. Uh, the Boston no. Celtics coming out, uh, you know, with the, the fire lit under their ass uh, and dominating the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers after dropping a game one that should have been a gimme game, uh, which is crazy because if you look up, there's actually, like, like the, the Celtics have dropped almost every single one of these kind of, as I said, gimme games in the playoffs where they're playing a team without their top star. They always lose. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, like we said, they have that problem playing to the level of their competition, yep. and uh, that was kind of how Game One went. You know, James Harden has uh, an insane forty-five point performance. Uh, you know, look looks like maybe the vintage Harden. Can he take over? Uh, you know, with Embiid coming back. You know, I th- I, I I was uh, a little bit convinced, Jordan. I was a little bit on the the hook there with James Harden. I thought maybe this is going to be an interesting run here. You get the newly crowned MVP, Joel Embiid, back yep. into the lineup. I mean, this they had all the hype, all the momentum. I thought maybe they could do it. And then they just fell so flat on their face right out the gate. First, uh, first step, and a two for fourteen shooting night from James Harden to to cap it off. Uh, it just was bad. There was nothing from the 76ers that was good. Uh, I mean, Paul Reed had a really cool behind the back pass in the the the, the first quarter, second quarter, and. Other than that, they, everybody played like shit. Everybody sucked. Uh, that, that that's pretty much it. Like uh, the Celtics just big dog them, start to finish. Jalen Brown, uh, you know, twenty five points. Uh, Jason Tatum only had seven points, one for seven shooting, and they got blown out. I don't know how that even is possible, yeah. but you know yeah. that that's that's the world we're living in, and that's kind of again uh, the 76ers, when they are not on like just. Firing away, they will crumble within the second quarter. They are uh, not a mentally tough team. Something that we've talked about before. You know, as much as they like to think that they're tough, they're not tough. No. Uh, and you know, th- this was this was a game where they're going to have to go back and watch this film like it's a horror movie. Jordan, yes. I mean, uh, the the Warriors nailed twenty threes to their six. Uh, you know, they, they, the Celtics. This one you said the Warriors. Oh, the Warriors. I mean, hey, they were shooting like yeah, the Warriors like the war. there. Uh, but uh, yeah, there really was just an onslaught there from the from three point land, yes, and yep. uh, that 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 was kind of the 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 tail of the tape in this one. I mean, uh, e- even in the paint, the Celtics dominated. So I mean, Jordan, overall, I mean, what, what were your biggest takeaways from uh, you know the 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 Celtics' biggest uh, beatdown over the 76ers here in the playoffs? Yeah, it was it was pretty pathetic. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it was it was close ish yeah. through the first half. Like it was, you know, it was. 
competitive enough, but you could already tell that, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, the, the, with the lead the Celtics had already when Jason Tatum was basically a non-factor, it was like, okay, this one's probably going to be over. And, and yeah, the, the Sixers just, oh my God, they just have no backbone. I mean, like, that's the only thing I will say about a, if you have a team led by James Harden and Joel Embiid, they're fucking babies. Like they're, and, and I'm talking about that yeah. in in the context of them both being probably Hall of Famers, or with this, with this MVP from Embiid, definite both Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, you know, and it was probably clear before that, but but it, in any case, like they're they're if you, like they're two of the most, and you could tell that even by their play, you they're foul baiting or whatever. Like if you punch them in the mouth. They are. They're gonna take a few minutes. They're gonna, you know, need to compose they're themselves. Grab their leg. Yeah, they're gonna go down. They're gonna scream. You know, they're gonna fall on the floor. Like they do not. They, like they're 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 great when they, you know, in the spots when they're great. But they're not really good. And 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 I'm not picking on them. This has been demonstrated the last however many years. They've both been, you know, and when they were apart, it was true as well. But like you know, through the playoffs for the last five years plus. They're not very, uh, you know, they, 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 yeah, they, they, they win the games that are sort of there on the platter for them to win. Like, there was no pressure on James Harden to win and, and the Sixers to win game one. There, there, there wasn't any. Joel Embiid no. wasn't there. You're opening up on the road. And that's when they play play their best, when there's not really any pressure, and you can come out and do it. As yeah. soon as the, the pressure ramps up, you have this golden opportunity to say, you know what, we can actually go in and, and, and take both games on the road because we have, the, you know, the, the, the MVP that's you know, coming back, uh, a, a little early to sort of energize us, and they didn't look energized at all. They no. just looked like it was it was pathetic. Like James Harden, awful game. You know, this was you know b- back down to earth classic. Uh, you know James Harden game, and he, he he's even it's worse. A James Harden experience. And you take what you get. He's even worse than Anthony Davis for these. At least, yeah, I I, I don't know. Like it, it, James, I think he James Harden's more consistently bad. Like yes, this exactly. Than, than AD. Yeah, yeah, and so it's like it's not even really that much of a surprise. He he's probably you know I I, I didn't watch his post game press conferences. He, he he probably said something about oh I have ten assists. It's like okay or no no not even assists. The rebounds. Good good job James Harden. You got ten rebounds. Man gets paid. Um, but uh, like and and so you know. You don't get anything from him. Maxi's not all that great. Uh, you know, six for fourteen was fine, but you know, he, he didn't show you much. And then Joel Embiid just did like the the Celtics did enough to make him not even comfortable to go to work. Like he only took nine shots, um, and like it's just I, I don't get how you don't come out with more of a fire and more of a let's try and seize this opportunity. Like this this mm-hmm. this loss. If they, I I don't really care that they lost in in in. in as much as I care about how they lost this one, like it's just, I don't know. And it, it, it's the Sixers though. I'm not even that surprised by this. Like I, I think they'll come back uh, again in, in sort of these games that, you know, they're, they're going to be back at home in game three. They're going to, I don't know, Joel Embiid, I'm sure will come out really wanting to, to play better. So I'm not all that worried about them. It is still a one, one series, but it's just, this is this is the story of the tape with them, and it's it's not been good. It's the reason why they've kind of yeah. capped out at the second round, uh, or or a big reason. But like when you look at the Celtics, they just and, and Joe Joe Mazzulla has talked about this a hell of a lot all year. Like the, you know the the math problem or whatever. You know winning the math game. You you take twenty one more threes than the other team. There's a good chance you'll 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 win. And and they shot yeah, a much better yeah. percentage of those threes. You know thirty nine percent for them. 20% from from the abysmal Sixers. Um, and they just, yeah, they just got up more shots. They were just more active. Uh, they they clearly, like, they, they just outplayed them the entire game. On both sides of the floor, they were they were quicker. They were sw- swinging the ball around quicker. Um, they, like, uh, without James Harden, it was more of a, or sorry, without uh, Jason Tatum, it was much more of an egalitarian offense, what the Celtics like to do anyway. They were just finding the open guy, you know, you, you got guys like Brogdon, and, and finally Grant Williams gets put in there and, and, and has a good game. Um, and 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 yeah, they were just they were just firing away. They were just moving the ball. It was it was, it was classic Celtic stuff. And and uh, and yeah, Tatum doesn't necessarily need to be a part of that. It's just kind of whoever is the hot hand. And then Jalen Brown yep. uh, kind of bounces back from his game one when he didn't take very many shots at all and just looked uh, like he disappeared through the last three quarters. He was actually aggressive through the you know whole game this time and and yeah i mean i think for the what the celtics did to Embiid, just sort of making him uncomfortable guarding him with different guys but a lot of grant williams grant williams is like the guy you put on 
the guy that you don't know who can who can handle them, like the Giannis's, yeah. the Embiid's, because he's just he's he's got a really good combination of being like a fire hydrant, uh, you know, who yep. you can't really push over, but has some you know speed and you know is tall enough to kind of bother a guy like Embiid. But I will say, like Joel Embiid, you you should not have any problem with almost anyone on the Celtics if you're as good as you think you are. Like that, yeah. That that's and the this only was thing. One of those games where. Grant, uh, he also is like, ah, you know what? Today I'm gonna be a good three point shooter because yep. sometimes he looks like he's one of the worst shooters in the league. Today, you know, that, this game he looked he looked pretty solid. Yeah, uh, yep, they all shot it but, well, pretty much. But yeah, I, I I do have to say, like you know, with the B you know, playing as you know kind of poor as he did, didn't look aggressive, didn't look like there was any sense of urgency in his play throughout the whole night. Yeah, you know, I I'm I I I'm kind of concerned about how whatever however this injury is holding up for him. yeah why bring uh, him back if, if it because if it's because of the injury you brought him back too soon bros yeah. like why did you do that well, you already got your said, game on the road he he even said usually this would be uh you know a four to six week layoff yeah. and if that if that is true then i yeah i'm a little confused as well like i mean i understand you know maybe wanting to be like okay you know what joel just got the mvp everyone's fired up Let's uh, let's go out there and you know we stole game one. Maybe now that he's back, we can also get game two, and then the, then we're huge. Yeah. Maybe we can rest and bead one game at home yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I imagine the thought process is there. But when you're you know like you 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 are the underdog in this. Like you're playing the better team. You have to be a little bit smarter. Like I get being you know aggressive with your your lineups and everything. But if you're gonna get a fifteen point four for nine shooting performance out of uh, you know your your top player and you know possibly even risk you know injuring him even more yeah. uh, a guy who's been incredibly injury prone throughout his career i mean i think the better idea was you know you stole game one at home or on the road rather just be happy i with wouldn't you have, have played him i would have flown him back to philly yeah. to wait for it like yeah. it, it, i thought it was ridiculous unless he was perfectly fine and healthy but he didn't look it he looked and a little tentative just, yeah yeah he looked like he was uh like laboring that a little bit and yeah, i'm not uh I'm not convinced that, you know, if if the game three comes out and Embiid just looks like that and he's kind of just out there jogging, he's not really going out there and being the aggressive, you know, throw a you know, back up and yeah. just like, watch me go to work kind of guy, then I, I think the series is pretty much already over. Because, uh, again, he's not going to get any better by playing. Uh, you know, some, some injuries you can play through, uh, but for big men, I mean, that's not really the case. That's just uh, too much frame, too much meat on the bone to – to just kind of keep throwing over and over onto the court and uh, expecting the same result. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna you know keep my eye on uh, Joel Embiid for the rest of the series and uh, of course you know his running mate James Harden. Uh, however he plays will also dictate how the series goes because uh, you know no matter how well the supporting cast of the 76ers go is it, uh, it all goes through that dynamic duo in their pick and roll. So uh, yeah. if they can get it together game three, who knows? Uh, maybe the uh, the Celtics will uh, you know they, they might have a, an actual game on their hands, but it's all going to kind of predicate on how however Joel Embiid can play and how healthy he's going to be. Yeah, 100%. And and like the the thing with the Sixers too is if Joel Embiid's not aggressive, they don't really have a good offense to go to. Unless no. you do have James Harden going off for 45 points and he's the one you kind of have to turn all your attention to but like it, it has or, to or be... if maxi wants to do something but even he wasn't like, like he's six but, for 14 like it could have been worse but i mean didn't really impact the game but going one-on-one against the celtics almost no one in the league can can do it like it's too yeah. it's too tough you need to dump the ball into Embiid, you know get him his early points or whatever establish him as a guy that you need to throw extra defenders at and then you can get that ball swinging around and actually get up some three-point shots like you 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 have to match the the output that the Celtics like the the Celtics offense last night was just beautiful stuff like just uh, driving and kicking um, you know having uh, guys who uh, any any at any point can can handle the ball and and, and get their own shot and, and make a play for someone else whereas the Sixers just look like you know dribble dribble uh, what am I gonna do oh look, you know let's pass, let's pass it out I don't really have an advantage whatever so you've gotta you they're not they don't have the skill that Boston has to just do that you you gotta work through Embiid as much as possible every play almost um and and yeah he's if he's not gonna be that guy uh you know I know that's putting a lot of pressure on him but dude you're the MVP this is what this yeah. is what it's about um if you want to if you're as good as you say you are you've got to carry your team and it, it doesn't mean you have to do all the heavy lifting but it, it has to go through you um and uh yeah he just didn't look he didn't look up for the task last night he didn't no. look ready to 
back Grant Williams into the rim, which he should be able to do. Somehow. Um, yeah. So, it's only a half-foot discrepancy in yeah, height uh, it's like, between the two. It, so. it's like I said with Anthony Davis, like it's kind of like similar. Like like Grant Williams and Draymond Green are very similar in how they like to work defensively. And they're, to their mm-hmm. credit, they're pests. And they're, they're, uh, it's not an easy task for a big man to go up against them. But Joel Embiid, you've worked all year. I've seen you all year face up in the mid-range and just hit shot after shot. Uh, you know, t- yeah. tough shots, shots at the end of close games. Like, do that. Just shoot over Grant Williams if they're going to put him on you. Make them adjust. Make them put Horford on you. Uh, you know, Rob Williams. Who, uh, make them make them scramble, um, and then you can get some good offense. But yeah, it was just yeah. There, there, there's it's very simple game plan, guys. Like, it's, it, I, it doesn't need to be Doc Rivers out there, the coaching genius, uh, to tell you what yeah. you guys need to do. One just got to be better. Just got to be better. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll we'll see how the the seventy sixers respond, Jordan, uh, as we uh, await their game three. Uh, but uh, that, let's go back and recap the uh, the other Eastern Conference series uh, and where we're at right now between the Miami Heat and the New York Knicks. Uh, of course, the Heat stealing game one, but uh, unfortunately dropping that uh, that game two back to the New York Knicks uh, on their home court in MSG. Uh, but Again, this one, no Jimmy Butler, but was close. the Knicks had to they had to earn every single minute of this win. Yep. Uh, you know, they they really had to work and you know, it's crazy that you know a guy like Caleb Martin is just deciding I'm going to drop 22 and 8 and make this a game. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, Bam was meh. I uh, you know, yeah. still not really a dynamic enough player to take over offensively, but you know, he he did his job. Gabe Vincent, you know, hit a couple threes, but at, at the end of the day, it was the you know, the Maybe we can call them this right now. Was the way he's playing uh, the big three of Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and R.J. Barrett? Uh, you said he couldn't do it again. That. You said he I, couldn't do it again. Shame I didn't on see you. this coming. Shame on you. He's uh, I, I I'll say this right now off the top. I mean, his play has kind of been the differential. Yeah. Uh, if he was playing how he played in the first round of this playoffs, if he was playing like how he played in the regular season. The Knicks would be down 0-2 right now. Yep. Uh, even in Game One, you know they had a chance because of RJ's play, and uh, you know now we're looking at it, and you know Randall comes back, and of course he makes a big difference as well. Uh, but even then, with Randall there, like the, the, like we said, this was a close game. This was a hard game for them to win on their home court, and I think that if you're a Knicks fan right now, you got to be scared going back to Miami because if Jimmy Butler is playing. You are uh, you're in for one, yep. uh, because this was the, the, this is kind of your worst nightmare. Like your three best players had to play lights out. Like they had to give everything they had. Yep. I mean, uh, you know, there was definitely more to be desired uh, as far as their shot taking goes. But uh, you know, this one really was. They just rode their top dogs and uh, hope for the win. And maybe that's kind of the approach that Tibbs needs to change up a little bit here. Maybe go back to uh, letting some of your your bench unit get some shots up. I mean, Emmanuel quickly uh, three for seven shooting. Uh, you know, nine minutes played. He really wasn't involved in the game plan as much. Oh. Uh, maybe this is the something he needs to look into because. That's something that the Knicks did well all year long, sharing the sugar, making sure everybody was getting their touches, getting the the, the best look possible. Uh, and even though they got the win, I think that you know this is not the the type of win that they were wanting to pull out in Game Two. I think that they, there was definitely a lot uh, left to be desired for the Knicks in this one. Yeah, it, it it was close. It came down to the wire, and they they did not. The Knicks did not look all that good offensively. Like I, I was watching this game, thinking, how did they have such a good offense all year? Like like I know their yeah. th- their top three guys were, were 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 on most of the game. Brunson hit a big shot. I loved I loved when Brunson kind of came off that screen and rattled in that three because it reminded me of those old Carmelo shots when he would get uh, MSG rocking and there was that game. Hey, he was he was fired up. He was crazy. Uh, he was loving crowd. it. He was like he was like yeah, I remember when I won in the second round. <laughs> yeah, what they won a couple games against the Pacers, didn't they? Um, but uh, maybe two. Yeah, uh, but uh, like I, I remember, yeah, the, the 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 famous game in MSG when when Carmelo hit a couple big shots against the Bulls and he rattled one in. I'm like, oh, this is weird. this is flashbacks. Um, but it was, you know, like yeah, I I don't know how because they just looked they did not look. That, like, it, it, contrast to what the fucking how the Celtics play offensive basketball. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about like it was completely different. Like every everyone was just kind of standing around. It was a lot of just very simple pick and roll with Brunson. Um, and then you know you've got I don't know Randall trying to trying to do shit at the end of the game there. Like it, I, it, yeah. it was it was a bit of a hero ball situation. Yeah, it, it it wasn't looking good. But you know they they do the classic Knicks things and just get you know. They get 11 offensive rebounds on the game. They out rebound the Heat 50 to 34. Like they were still doing, uh, you know, what what they wanted to do inside on the glass. But 
that the Heat just play with a more kind of free-flowing, uh, nicer-looking offensive game. That's what I was able to keep him in this. And, I mean, Jesus, if Kevin Love hits a few more of his – uh, the shots that he was given uh this one might be you know a different story like it it was it was looking like you know the heat were were just as likely to take this one it really came down to the wire and yeah i i don't i don't think that's a good sign uh, as you said if you get good games from your your top three scores and a great game from josh hart as well as a role player but almost a triple double yeah, yeah. um uh, classic somehow six six whatever he is josh hart getting 11 rebounds um but like yeah, maybe it's, a big dog of the year snub to his teammate. Who knows? Maybe maybe that'll cause, that's probably going to cause a rift in the offseason. Definitely just ruined the Knicks. Uh, you know, if they if you sorry guys, you you're you're going to have a uh, really yeah. tough time in the offseason. Yeah, it's, no. uh, this team's team's going to go downhill next. It's worse year. than the Dylan Brooks thing. Like Josh Hart's like I'm not coming back under any circumstances. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they give it to yeah. this fucking guy. Um, but but yeah, I mean, but I will say. <laughs> You know, as for as deep as we're talking about the the Knicks being outside of their three guys and Josh Hart, it's like Oosh, you get nothing from almost anyone. Six points from yeah. Robinson, three points from Hartenstein, and three points from Grimes. A point each from Toppin and Quickly. That's it. Uh, no, those aren't even points. Those are rebounds. Six points from Quickly. <laughs> Reading the stat sheet wrong. Um, but yeah, outside of those three guys, you got you got nothing. And it's like that's that's a perfect demonstration of why your offense isn't actually that good like in the way that it yeah. runs like if you because that just shows you you've just got your your most skilled scorers just kind of going one on one and yeah they had good games but my god you know any of them play a little bit worse you lose this one so yeah i'm i'm looking at that heat team and and if you're the heat you've got to be like look we stole game 1 and we almost won game 2 without jimmy they got to be confidence sky high if you can get jimmy butler back yeah. in game 3 playing uh, even if he's like 80%, like even if he's almost a decoy out there, you still have a chance. You've got the next two games at home. Um, I just, I think the Knicks, they've just, you know, classic Tibbs team, they've got to get more creative with how they get their offense and they got to be more, I don't know, just, just, uh, I know you're rough and tumble, but get some finesse into your game in terms of, you know, yeah. how you play just in, in total, like move it around. Um, you know, it was a slight difference, but the Heat got up more threes as well as we're talking about in all these games. Like, that's an important thing. Uh, and the Knicks aren't that good of a three-point shooting team. That's not why they're good offensively. Um, and so yeah. they've just – yeah, they, 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 they've – if you've got the ball in Brunson's hands, this is tough to say, but you got to trust more people. you got to just – you know, uh, maybe play top and a little bit more and quickly a little bit more, get them out there mm-hmm. see if you can get some offense going because, um, like, you don't have that many people to deal with defensively uh, from the Heat. Like, I know it's Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent having good games, but it's Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent. It's not like you're playing Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Like, you can give up some defense. Like, I, th- I think the Knicks can fall back on a good sort of team defensive structure that they've got. They don't have to be so worried about that. I think it's more about the offense. Um, and getting up more points uh, because they scored 111. Yes, that's that should be enough to win. But like you're saying, that's when you get Brunson, Barrett, and Randall all having like yeah. top top tier scoring level games. It's not going to happen in Miami. You got to find it from other other places. So that'll be the challenge. But uh, I don't know if you if you got fucking Jimmy out there on a mission. I don't I don't think any of this matters, man. He's yeah, he's crazy. Well, well again. Jimmy's going to make up that six-point difference, you know, on the scoreboard oh, yeah. offensively yep. easily. Uh, but the biggest thing, too, I mean, like, just, just not just offensively. I mean, defensively, we all know that Jimmy Butler is one of the top defenders in the league, yep. one of the most versatile guys. He's going to be giving Brunson, Randall, and uh, and Barrett tr- tough times because yep. he's probably going to be guarding them, all, all three of them, in different situations. I know the Heat's not afraid to uh, to rotate through players and, uh, you know, help on defense. Yep. He's going to be giving them problems. He's going to be, you know, giving them a... a, a a mental war that they're not ready for. I don't nope. feel. The, I don't think they're going to be. Who's he going to be yelling at? Who's he going to be yelling at? Oh. Barrett. I mean, it doesn't I mean, matter. I, I think RJ. I think RJ's the the one he he that's easiest to pick on. RJ's got a like shrink. He's, he's, he's a nice kid. RJ's yeah, just he's a nice kid. Collapse into himself. Poor guy. Yeah. He's too Canadian. Yeah. I, and and I think that that's just how it's going to go. Like I, I like this was a, a, a like. Even you know, looking past Jimmy Butler, if the Heat were you know somewhat like a little bit more healthy, like imagine if Oladipo and uh, and Hero were playing, the, the Heat would have won this game. Yep, this is absolutely. a like it, it, it's crazy to think that like I the, the Heat as an eight seed now are kind of like they are a good team. Like this is a team that could you know potentially even get to the finals if they can you know string everything together. Like Unbelievable. Do, do I think that. Do I think that they actually will beat the 76ers or the Celtics? Uh, I mean, who knows? We'll see. We'll go. We'll touch that uh, you know base when we get there. But uh, I mean, but they can beat the Knicks. Oh, they can easily beat the Knicks, which is like, kind of right, crazy. 
if, if Jimmy Butler stays healthy, uh, you know, when we, we talk about them next, you know, I, I mean, I could see them being up three to one in the series. Yep. I could see them defending because they don't, they, they play well at home. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they could do it. They're definitely, uh, you know, possible. Uh, you know, it, it's going to, I'm interested to see how game three ends up going down. Yep. Uh, but uh, with Jimmy on the court, I'm not sure if the, uh, the, the, the Knicks are going to be able to do it. But, uh, you know, both sides have uh, missed their best player one game each yep. uh, to start the series. So let's get Jimmy out there. Let's see what these teams can do. And uh, th- let's just fucking throw down and uh, enjoy some uh, tough and rumble Eastern Conference uh, you know, basketball. And I haven't and, got uh, my bench-clearing brawl yet. I need Udonis Haslam to get mad about something and get Build out there. Up. And, uh, yeah, I need, I need the coaches involved. You know, everything I said. Front office mm-hmm. down to... Uh, Last man on the bench. I want a brawl. Give me a playoff brawl. Hey, well, Noah, him and him and D Rose, the veterans, can fight. Oh yes, half court. Yes, that, that we'll do a halftime show. It'd be nice. Set up like a UFC octagon. Yeah. Uh, and don't don't like kick D Rose, please. <laughs> uh, Sweep the leg. Joe, Joe Kim Noah, Noah can't handle it, man. Trust oh, me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's gonna be 9-11 all over PTSD. again, man. He's gonna yeah. freak out. Yeah. Uh, but moving on. The last series to recap, uh, and they've had a nice, 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 nice break uh, since uh, you know getting back into it, and uh, that's kind of the uh, the privilege of uh, starting your series so early. But the Phoenix Suns down 2-0 to the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets, Nikola Jokic, looking pretty pretty much unstoppable in this series, Jordan. I mean, yeah. I I don't really know if there's any other way to put it. I mean, Jokic uh, in Game Two, 39-16. Uh, it, it's even when you know pretty much the rest of his team is, plays bad, yes. like, I mean, this is a, another one of those Jamal Murray. You know, you you take what you can get kind of uh, series. You know, he goes from a thirty point game to a ten point game where he shoots three for fifteen, but hits a dagger shot at the end there. Uh, play makes well for his team, and uh, KCP also a, a really solid game. But at the end of the day, it was all you know on the back of Jokic dominating, uh, denominating, whatever the hell he calls himself. <laughs> uh, still, still getting killed out there, but. I think there's a lot of ways you can look at this one. I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, we, we, we've beaten this to death, but once again, the depth of the Suns is just getting exploited like, to a high hell. Uh, they, they have absolutely no answer. Like, and, it, and you know what? I, I got to say this. I'll give, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give Monty some credit. He did dip into the bench a little bit here, uh, you know, get, getting uh, Damian How many Lee points did he get, Matt? Minutes. How many points? Oh, hey, I mean, he sucked. Yeah, he was... Uh, he got four points off his shooting. bench. Four points. He dips into it, he gets four yeah. points. It's just so sad. Cameron Payne, one for seven. You know, and, and this is something that, you know, leads into what I, you know my next point. Like, the bench was shit, the, the, no production, and now they're even thinner. Because Chris Paul now likely going to be missing game three. Yep. Uh, and then Cameron Payne getting thrown in there, a guy who I kind of vouched for. And, uh, you know, maybe now I understand it, Monty. I, you know, I was kind of a little critical. A little, uh, <laughs> we get it now, Monty. A l- l- little he rude. But, yeah, I get it, man. I, I wouldn't fucking play him either. Uh, and He's got no choice now, much, Matt. He's got to play him now. But he didn't listen to you, man. He still hasn't played Terrence Ross a goddamn second. Play not- so, I mean, we'll, I'm gonna get, yeah. we'll see. We'll see if they can get him out there at some point. Uh, but, yeah, it, I, I think right now you're looking at this. Like, honestly, Jordan, I think the Nuggets are sweeping them. I think this series is over. Uh, I, I, I don't know if this, uh, the, that, that Phoenix uh, crowd is going to be enough to, to pull them back into this because, honestly, Chris Paul not being there, that's a huge blow, obviously. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is a non-factor to Jokic. He's getting dominated. Yep. Uh, Devin Booker is scoring well, but, you know, it, it's – not really resulting in enough and i think it all kind of comes down to kd i don't think that he's there man i don't think that he's feeling like like he looks tired to me that's what it looks like to me he doesn't look like he's injured he just looks like he's like kind of catching up in age like he doesn't look he throughout the whole fourth quarter the phoenix suns are desperate for a bucket they're like starving for any sort of offense and i honestly forgot that Kevin Durant was even on the team because he wasn't being aggressive. He wasn't trying to even take a shot. Like he was more than comfortable to sit back and like just kind of ride the wave. And I don't get how this guy who's supposed to be, you know, a top 10 player all time, this amazing, unstoppable, dominant player. And, you know, here he is on his, uh, another team and he's just kind of sitting back, waiting, letting Devin, like, you're not like like you're brought in there to win a championship here, Kevin. I, I just don't understand how of all the times you're not going to try and exploit that is right now. So I yep. uh, that was a huge miss on, on Kevin Durant's part. And you know the, the in the end of the day, like 
the the Suns' offense just hasn't been there, and you know I I don't think that the the Nuggets have been serving up any kind of defense that should be you know halting him to a ten for twenty seven shooting night. Yeah, he's not he's not been good. And like it by it's by Kevin Durant standards, so yeah, he still has twenty four and eight. So it's like you know that's a bad game for him. Which is in forty four minutes. Yes, yes, it's true. And well, that's the other thing. It's like if you're just gonna float through the game. Just put him on the bench, get him some rest if you're Monty Williams. Yeah. Might as well not be out there. Um, but like, yeah, he's just he, he has he hasn't been great. Like this whole playoffs, he has not been great. He hasn't had like a great signature yeah. Kevin Durant. Oh, Kevin Durant's here. Like I, I it is weird. And I was I'm disappointed because I was really looking forward to him and Devin Booker cooking kind of at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. But but maybe that's part of it. Like it feels a little bit like Kevin Durant is just he just doesn't know exactly who to be on this team like Devin Booker's mm-hmm. become this very assertive like alpha kind of dog and 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 that's been great for his career he's 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 playing some of the best basketball you can make the argument he's been you know top three in terms of performers in the playoffs um like he's been sure, great yeah. um but like it feels like Kevin Durant doesn't really know what to do with that and he doesn't know when he needs to take over or what he should do and it's just resulting in these these weird games weird stat lines like two for 12 from three for him like that's very unusual um mm. i don't know maybe yeah maybe he's dealing with some injury stuff but yeah it does look kind of like it's just it's just a step slow it's just a little bit off I, I'm, I'm not sure but it, it 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 could be age but it's weird that it's happening this quick because he was so fantastic all this year like it, it was just he was he yeah. was incredible uh, but maybe these these injury after injury does kind of catch up with you and you're just you're not able to have that kind of speed and explosiveness um we'll see but it's like (sighs) this was the game that you had to win because like you said Jokic had an amazing game they had the chance to steal it yes Jokic had an amazing game but outside that everyone was else was terrible like Jamal Murray was a a terrible comeback to earth game uh no one else Mm -hmm. was doing anything at all and we talk about the math problem the Suns took 95 field goals to Denver's 76, and they don't win this game. Yep. They also take more threes for probably the first time all fucking season that they've <laughs> outshot an opponent from three. But they shoot yep. six for 31. Uh, like, it was, it, it was just a, a total missed opportunity for them. And mm-hmm. compounded with well, the only fact... Five, <clears throat> only five three throws. Yeah. Well, they, they, they still, still were not still going can't. into the paint. They were still allergic. Yeah, yeah. Still this, you know, it's... it's uh, most teams are three pointers and, and free throws. They are mid range shots. They're really zagging here for no fucking good reason. But like, mm-hmm. compound all that with the fact that Chris Paul goes down, and it's it's just and like DeAndre Ayton. I don't know what to fucking think. Like, uh, he, he's he he's fall. He, he went to the same basketball school as Harden and fucking uh, Anthony Davis. It's like <laughs> yeah, you know we're yeah. gonna play well one year or one series or one game, and then it's you're you're not gonna be able to rely on us doing it. like. Uh, it's just he he. He needs to be better, you know, playing one-on-one with Jokic, and he just needs to be more of a factor offensively, especially now. Um, and I just, if you're Monty Williams, yeah, you get four points off your bench. I'm like, buddy, hello, you don't play you don't play your best shooters, you don't play your best players. I mean, honestly, the players he didn't play off his bench might be the players I first play. Yeah. Terrence Ross, yeah, Landry yeah. Shamit, Darius Baisley at least can do something. He's a guy with fresh legs. You, Stretch the floor. Uh, and and TJ Warren, like, T. like I know it's TJ Warren who... I haven't seen him play in God knows how long. I think he, in my mind, he might as well just retire. He's, he's, he's very, his the, the way his career's gone post bubble. Uh, yeah, he's de- he's dealt with a lot of injuries and and clearly yeah. he's just not playable. But whatever. But I'm like, he at has least like, give him he a like chance. One, he, they they gave they he played one game in the regular season. He he actually played pretty well. Yeah, I don't know why like, they they were like ah fuck it. Weird. He's not good enough now. Yeah. So but but then you're playing these other guys who offensively like I mean Lee and Payne and uh, Craig I like I think. Play Craig because he's shown he can actually have a few good games, yeah, but yeah. He's, he's, he's limited yeah. his but in terms of his ceiling. Um, and and like, look, you don't need to play Biombo and Landale. Just pick one. I'd rather yeah. you play a fucking yeah. wing a little bit of those minutes uh, to get you some sort of amount of juice. I just don't. The rotations it's in not this stopping Jokic. For, oh no, it, it, it doesn't matter who you throw out there. So it's like the the, the rotations in this one are really get uh, they're really confusing me i don't know what the hell is going on and yeah to to, to hold denver to 97 points and to 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 have all those bad games from everyone outside of Jokic, to have devin booker who's actually on and to not win is just it's a backbreaker it's like i i i i i think denver's gonna play much better in game three and and 
Game, game uh, three is going to be a rock fight. I, I foresee it being close because I just think a guy like Devin Booker is going to will the Suns, even without Chris Paul, is going to will them into the game. But And you better hope Kevin Durant will too. Well, but I'm calling it right now. Kevin Durant's going to have to bring it home. He's going to have to become Kevin yeah. Durant in game three to win. And it's mm-hmm. I'm talking about 30-plus points, 10-plus in the fourth quarter, making tough shots and actually delivering. Efficiency, what, Kevin. Efficiency. <laughs> like what he was brought in to do. He's going to have to be that. He has got one more chance to do it here because, as we know, they go down 3-0, the series is over. So let, let, yeah. we'll, we'll see if they can make it interesting. But, I, I mean, this this whole, oh, the, the Phoenix can go and win this, the title, I don't think anyone thinks that anymore. And I don't even think no. they yeah. think that anymore. I think they realize yeah. we need an off season to fill out this team Figure out mm-hmm. what the hell we're, we want to do with Chris Paul here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, I just don't... Yeah, this year's not their year, but they should be more competitive. I don't think they yeah. need to get swept. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And Chris Paul's down again. I mean, we all we all knew it would happen. This is right around yeah. the time it normally happens. So I wasn't even shocked when I got the notification. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Another day. Yeah, it's it's sad, but uh, even then, I'm not really sure. Chris Paul, I don't I don't know if he stays in for the second half. If uh, how how much of a real difference uh, it, it makes uh, no, no. on this game, yeah. but but who knows? Uh, you know, it's uh, that that's all up in the air, and uh, so is Game Three. And uh, you know, when we come back on Monday, we'll be recapping uh, all the the matchups that have gone down over the weekend. Uh, that'll be Monday, and then we'll be back Friday, Monday, Monday Friday, Friday, Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday, 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 Big Dog Ball Talk. Mondays and Fridays, uh, be sure to check in. Start your week and end it off with the big dogs uh, as we recap uh, all the latest NBA playoff action. Uh, but this is going to be a good one, Jordan. Hopefully this weekend holds uh, a lot more exciting games. What games do we have tonight? we got two and, uh, tonight, right? we got the Celtics and 76ers and the Nuggets and Suns. Let's so, uh, Two big series. Uh, KD, I hope you're listening. Uh, I, the, him, they, they should be playing big dog ball talk in the locker room uh, before the game. Yep. Motivate them a little bit. Everyone uh, should. Here, here's Hear, the, hear these uh, two little white guys uh, talk shit about... Uh, hey, I'm not little, mad. Come on, I'm, I'm 5'11". Eh. No, I'm joking, guys. Yeah, you're I'm a, six feet and one half inch, and I, uh, last I checked. Six I just want to get that uh, out there. Then, then I'm, I'm rounding up my 5'11 to six foot there. All right, there uh, So let's go, man. Uh, we're, we're actually huge. Uh, but We're such cliches, Matt. Talk. You know, if you think yeah. about it? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, sure. Right, you know what? I'm proud of it. That's also a cliche. Yeah, But whatever. Yeah, that's also proud. Yeah, that's... This is embarrassing. You can't get out of it. <laughs> like, you might as well Alex, lean into uh, yourself. You know? Alex, drop your measurements uh, for everybody. He's uh, going to claim he's taller than me. Alex, you are not taller than me. You are not. Six six foot five, Alex. Sure, Lekowski. sure. Uh, baby, like a baby. Uh, I'm Lithuanian. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fancy, fancy Lithuanian like, like, like guy. Any, like anyone knows what that is. Yeah. Uh, sounds like made up. This, is, <laughs> this has been Big Dog Ball Talk. Home of the 5'11 Kings. Dude, as my good friend Jordan to, right. always said, whatever. I'm not even gonna touch that. I am six foot. Five foot ten, Jordan Flegel. <sighs> um, happy Cinco de Mayo, man. Cinco de Mayo, man. Hey, let's go, baby. Maybe da, da, get some tacos, but get the real fiesta going tonight. Break out the the tequila, Corona. tequila. Let's go. I might have to do it. Might have to do it, Jordan. Yep. And uh, you love this tequila. I've got I've got work in the morning, but uh, I don't care. We 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 party all night. Fuck it, we ball. You know what I'm saying? National Heritage Day, and uh, we're going to exploit the full. There we go.